Friday, October 6, 2023. Coming up on the program today, a sovereign citizen pulls a flippity flop and attempts a citizen's arrest on a police officer. Plus, frying up your bowel movements in a skillet and Sonic the Hedgehog titty stickers are coming to a DM near you. All this was your voicemails today. Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Have a great one for you today. Real quick programming note before we get into the show. Um, On Monday, we've got a holiday here in America. It is, uh, I'm sorry, something of substance just came up. Oh, there's like a chunk stuck in my throat. Ew. Let's try that again. I really have to stop eating Little Caesars. 
Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know I have uh, quite a bit of problems with Little Caesars, especially here in the Cincinnati area. But God damn it, that fucking T-Mobile, every week they've got deals on Little Caesars pizza. Little Caesars is already super cheap. You can get a large pizza for like six bucks. If you happen to be a subscriber of T-Mobile, they have perks every week. It's called T-Mobile Tuesday. Little Caesars is always one of the featured deals. You get like free crazy bread and crazy sauce. This week they had an additional Little Caesars deal. $3 pizzas. I mean, look, I don't make that much money doing the show. I'm I'm living just above the poverty line. So yeah, I'm going to take advantage of a $3 pizza. Now, I know what you're saying, Tim. That is uh, not healthy food at all. You should not be having pizza every week. Don't worry. I make the pizza healthier. Instead of ordering the greasy pepperoni pizza, I order the sausage pizza. And in my mind, that makes the pizza diet. Also, I try to eat the pizza real fast. I feel like my body won't be able to digest everything if I eat super quick, which is why I'm like coughing it up. Like there was a a piece of sausage in my throat because it's, you know, only half digested. Also, uh, Little Caesars never fails to give me the shits which I also think means like more of the pizzas coming out of me. Like it's not hanging around my body long enough to uh, be converted into fat. I really should start my own like online weight loss boot camp type <laughs> type course. I've got lots of little tips and tricks. Speaking of weight loss, uh, you know, me did his uh, week five weigh in. And again, he's up to some shenanigans. Now, last week he weighed 286. He said that uh, in reality, it's uh, 285 because uh, th- that extra one pound is water weight. So he's like that. The scale wasn't accurate, even though it says 286. It's supposed to be 285. OK, this week he weighed himself again and he's got more excuses. OK, folks. So today's weight is officially 284 point two pounds. So he hasn't even lost a pound if we're going by him and his like water weight you know, 285 theory. Oh, also, he weighed himself differently again. This seems to be a a recurring thing. And a lot of people on message boards have called out Mead because he's being uh, very inconsistent. This time, he weighed himself. He put the scale on plush carpeting, which is totally going to give you a different number than if you would set the scale on a hard surface. I don't know why he can't just leave the scale in one spot and weigh himself at the same time and same place every goddamn week. It's not that hard. I've had a scale in the bathroom for five years. It hasn't moved. It's in the same spot. Why do you got to move that thing? So I do weigh myself on the carpet. I know people can say that makes you lighter, but actually it can make you heavier too. Yeah, yeah. I think weighing myself on the carpet made me heavier. I'm actually probably about 281. Um, but it doesn't really. I weigh myself both on the hard surface and the carpet. But he only showed the carpet. Got the same results. Oh, whatever. Um, so Fuck if cares. this doesn't work, I'll try another method next week cuz everybody keeps saying that I'm not <laughs> that I'm faking my weights, but <laughs> no, this is accurate 24.2. Um, it fluctuated a little bit. Um, I was able to go to the bathroom. So when I first weighed myself, it was 285. Okay. I mean, think about what Mead was up to. So he, <laughs> he, got, he got up, he weighed himself, right? And it was 285. And he's like, that means I haven't lost any weight. Wait a second. 
I'll try to take a shit and see if that'll improve my numbers. And then and then that didn't work. And then he put the fucking scale on the carpet. I mean, it is insane what this guy is up to. I absolutely love him. This weight loss journey has been so entertaining for me. Keep it up, Mead. I'm waiting for Mead to get to the point where he's just going to... Where he's going to like try to climb a mountain... Because he's not losing any weight. He's like, maybe in a higher altitude, I'll weigh less because there'll be less gravity. Maybe Mead will just go the whole nine yards and just like move to Colorado or something. Yeah, I need to move to a town with a higher elevation. That might improve the numbers on the scale a little bit, right? I've been in the bathroom for I don't know how long. I've got the blues because I can't go. So I'm singing, singing this song. I've got the constipation blues and I'm spreading the news because I can't get it out, can't get it out. No, I can't get it out. I'm honestly surprised by how much of Mead's public life is about shit and shitting. Honestly, it's just one more reason I'm obsessed with him, I guess. Uh, Listen, uh, what I was trying to say at the top of the show is uh, Monday is a holiday. I don't know how I got off topic so badly. Uh, Monday is Columbus Day slash Indigenous People Day. Last time a holiday landed on Monday, I took uh, I took the day off. This time, though, I will be back doing a new episode for everyone. It might be a little shorter than normal, but you freaks will be getting some new Distorted View daily. Hold for applause. Please, no, you deserve it. Besides, I love working for you. This show and entertaining you is my life. Yes. Okay, that's enough. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm pretty wonderful. Monday is so far away. We got we got today's show to worry about, and I do have some great clips to share with you. First up, you know, nothing brings me greater pleasure in life than featuring a sovereign citizen interacting with police officers, and uh, more importantly, the change in demeanor from the start of the altercation to the moment they realize they're actually going to jail. It's a glorious metamorphosis. Now, in this case, the cops were called because uh, a man apparently stole another guy's dog. Just snatched up someone's pet, right? So when the cops approached this dog thief, they first asked, uh, of course, what is your name? Uh, You know, identify yourself. And uh, already we're having problems. What is your name? This is mine. What is your name? I wasn't present at the time of my birth, so how, how do I have a name? Go ahead and put stuff down. Is that an order or a command? These guys love to be a pain in the ass from the get-go. The cop could have said something completely innocuous, like, How's your day going? And these sovereign citizen morons would take issues with that. What did you say to me? How's my day going? How do you even know it's daytime? Maybe it's nighttime in my jurisdiction because I am my own corporation and wherever my feet are planted, I am the leader of. I make the laws and ordinance regarding time zones, daylight savings, and lunar phases. That's called being a free inhabitant. You need to brush up on the law. And of course, by law, I'm talking about maritime law. 
By the way, I'm pretty sure I did watch a nutty sovereign citizen video recently where they were arguing that maritime law is the only true law that we need to follow or something. Like laws of the ocean. <laughs> that was a new one for me, but that's some nuttiness for another day. Let's get back to this altercation. We're going to get uh, further bogged down now, thanks to the sovereign citizen who wants to know if what the cop is telling him is technically a command or an order, as if there's a difference there. Is that an order or a command? It is an order. Go ahead, put stuff in your pants. If down. there's an order, can you state the order? I'll follow we, your We can do this one or two ways. Yeah, I'll follow your instructions. Do what, you I, have to state, do what I tell you to do. I'll follow your instructions. Do what I tell you to do. Well, that's, you not, go to jail? that's, not, that's not a command. That's an order. Put stuff down. You have to have a commandment to give an order. So ultimately, that was a trick question when you were like, is that a command or an order? Because you need to have both. You can't have one without the other, at least according to this sovereign citizen. The cop has already pulled out the handcuffs. He knows where this is going. Put the stuff down. You have to have a commandment to give an order. Am I a man? Hey, police officer, don't you dare even answer him. It's going to be another trick question, like the order versus command thing. It's like, if you say, yes, you are a man, then he'll be like, ha-ha, as a man, your laws do not apply to me because we are not in the ocean. Back to the maritime law thing, maybe, I don't know. But if you uh, if you say, no, you're not a man, he'll say, well, you, you know, you can't arrest someone who's not a man. Ha-ha, checkmate. Ultimately, it's not even worth engaging with him. Put the stuff down. Am I a man? All right. Are you going to accost me? Yep. Why? For what? Not Stop. identifying myself? Stop. What, what are you doing? You're going to jail. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm a man standing on my own two feet. You're accosting me and you're threatening my life. Put stuff down in your hands. You're threatening my life. Why Put would you threaten down. my life? Because you're acting like a dick, and that's kind of what cops do. Have you, like, never seen the news? Cops are always accosting people and threatening their lives. At this point, the sovereign citizen is still acting uh, cocky and uh, asshole-ish. The switch to whining and crying is coming, though, I promise you. So well, I, have, I, I have no reason to give you an inquiry. Yes, you Why? Put the stuff down. State what your commandment is. Put stuff down. What's the commandment? Put We're getting back to that whole commandment thing. Also, uh, you, didn't you just steal a dog? That's also why you're being arrested. Do your stuff. Do you, do, are you identifying myself as a man? Do I look like a man to you? Look at me. Do I look right like a man? Do I look like a man? Right now you're being a Can you answer my question? I will answer your question if you can answer mine. He really wants the cop to answer that man question. We all know it's a trap. Is it a commandment that you can accost, tear, and writ a man's privates whenever you feel like it? If so, I really missed my calling. Should have been a cop. You're giving an order. You're not giving a command. Put I asked down. you to state a commandment. What's the commandment? Put the stuff down. You can't tell another man to, to, to do put his hands behind his back. I just want to know what content are these sovereign citizens watching? Because as far as I can tell, these methods have never prevented someone from being arrested, right? It always ends the same way. It's at this point that the sovereign citizen loses his cool. Like, he sees an opportunity. The cop kind of turns away for a second, and that's when the sovereign citizen attacks. You are under arrest. You are under arrest. I'm a lawful citizen of the state of Texas. You are under arrest. I think he has pinned down the cop. Now the sovereign citizen 
is arresting the police officer. I'm a lawful citizen's command in order to decree you failed your duties as officer. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Get off me. I will not strike you again if you do not threaten my life. Get the off me. Look, police officer, uh, I'm on your side here. This sovereign citizen is nuts, but you are in no position to be making commands or orders. Is it a command or is it an order? I'm still unclear. Will you not threaten my life? Get off me. Will you not threaten my life? Get off me. Will you kill me? Will you kill an innocent man? I have to take back what I said earlier. This sovereign citizen arrest is nothing like I've seen before. Get off me. I will get off of you if you want to do it. Well, around. the cop has rolled over on, on the sovereign citizen. He has taken back control. Ow! 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 Oh. Now the sovereign citizen is like, ow, you're being so forceful. It hurts. Oh, please, let me go. Oh, this is the part that reminds me of all the sovereign citizen arrests. When they start crying, please. Show one, eighteen. Show one to tank. <laughs> oh, please, let me go. One, eighteen. Step it up. Send me a more. You can't be serious. What did you do? You're not giving out your name. You're not providing ID. You stole a dog. You pinned a police officer down. You you tried to citizen arrest him. You've done a lot of arrestable things. Please, Megan, please hurt. Ow. All you got to do is tell you, do what I told you to do. Ow. 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 You gave me an unlawful order. Oh, oh, you're going back to that. Do you really think now's a good time to make this argument? I didn't follow your unlawful order. I only filed commands. This crying goes on for a long, long time. It turns into blubbering. He's, it's like a baby. You can't understand what he's saying. I don't know what I said wrong, but it doesn't hurt so much. Why did you do this to me, Why did you do this to me, Megan? And you know, I'm fast forwarding and it continues. I did not do anything. I was taking trash off off the side of the road. Oh, you were jam jamming, jam jamming in the load? Okay, well, tell it to the judge, asshole. It's funny, at the end of the video, the sovereign citizen composes himself enough to sort of stop crying and really just get back to those sovereign citizen talking points. No, this man insulted me. He's taking my freedom. He didn't identify himself. His name is Blacken. If he didn't identify himself, how do you know his name? Checkmate! Again! According to the video here, uh, this guy now remains in jail on charges of assault of a peace officer and resisting arrest. His bond or bail was set at $28,000. Here's hoping the sovereign citizen can afford a good maritime lawyer to fight these charges. All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, I've got some real short ones here. This is going to be a rapid fire segment. First up, I can't believe I missed this. This was posted back on the 29th of September, so a few days ago. Uh, we've got a clip here, thanks to Torso, of a woman completely naked in her kitchen, and she's about to jump up and uh, hover her ass over the skillet. <laughs> she's hopping around like she has to go. You know what I mean? Looks like she put some uh, butter oh, in the skillet. Oh. Oh, so fragrant. 
Yeah, that sizzling you're hearing is because uh, she just <laughs> she just took a shit and the turds dropped into the skillet. Oh, so fragrant. Oh. Is that what shit on a shingle is? I was never clear what that dish was. I I just can't help but think about the the smell. Like that is that stink is going to linger when you fry up turds. She didn't even have the uh, the exhaust fan on or anything. It was a greasy shit. I don't even think you needed the butter, quite frankly. I saw what was coming out of her ass. It slid right out of her hole. All right, let's move on. You know, I love when preachers speak in tongues. I can't get enough of this shit. Here is a woman preacher. I know if I was to ever become a preacher, and it's something I'm thinking about, it's going to be Tim Henson's second act after I hang up the microphone. Doesn't that sound like something that would happen, right? I do this disgusting, filthy podcast for 20-some-odd years, and then I find Christ, and then I spend the rest of my day spreading the gospel. Christians eat that shit up. That narrative plays real good with them. I could then make that my career. Oh, that was my point. If I ever do become a preacher, I want to be one of those preachers who gets to speak in tongues. And you don't find that in all forms of Christianity. It's like, you know, you, you never hear a Methodist speaking in tongues. It's always like, you know, Pentecostal or the Southern Baptists, the real cuckoo crazy ones. That's who I want to be. If for no other reason, it would be because uh, I wouldn't have to put a lot of thought into my weekly sermons. You know, when half of it is all gibberish like this. I swear most of these preachers are just imitating Jabba the Hutt when they talk. That entire sermon just consisted of one word in English. The rest, a mixture of Cantonese and Esperanto. I mean, it was 95% gibberish. Speaking of gibberish, we've been featuring some mushmouth TikTokers recently, mostly thanks to, uh, I think, Slapplebags is really behind this in the Discord. Well, we've got another one for you today. This is I'm Too Buff for My Shirt. That's the name of the account. It appears to be run by a teenage boy who's uh, looking to get ripped. And when you hear his voice, you'll understand why he wants that to happen. First up, here's a clip of I'm Too Buff answering a question. That question is, how big is his cock? How big is my willy? Uh, about 100 grams. It's all muscle. People understandably ask him stupid questions just to get him to talk. How much is my poop weigh? All right. We we learned how, how much his cock weighed, 100 grams. Uh, now let's see if he will weigh his turd. How much is my poop weigh? Uh, about one ton. And guess who eats it? My mama. Uh, I'm having a baby. I hate that all of his TikToks are only like six seconds. I want like a five minute clip of him just talking, just reading from a book. Here he is on the basketball court and he's got a challenge for us. If I make this dunk, y'all owe me a hundred shittings. A hundred shittings? <laughs> I think it's a hundred sit-ups. 
Lo and behold. Oh, that was most likely attempt number 307, but he did in fact make that dunk. Someone in the comments said, I bet this dude is absolutely slinging some horse meat. The weird ones usually do, huh? I don't think uh, I'm too buff understood what that comment meant though, because this is how he replied. I don't sling horse meat. I sling coke and dope and weed and magazine. <laughs> the last clip here features uh, I'm too buff replying to someone who uh, is asking him to stop talking to his girlfriend. He's like, look, you got to stop talking to her or we're going to have a problem. And this actually seems to have upset I'm too buff. How about you shut up? You're at the pipsqueak. I need to have a beach party. I'm like, you dummy. You done did riled him up. You don't want to get on the bad side of I'm too buff. Well, thank you very much, Slapple Bags, for whatever the hell this was. Finally, uh, you know, recently German guy in the Discord provided a link to a uh, an awesome playlist on Spotify called The Most Offensive Songs I Could Find. Now, we played a few of them, but the playlist contains almost a hundred of these things. And I found a, uh, just a couple of other ones that I wanted to uh, to shed light on. Because <laughs> this, this type of music might be up your alley. For instance, here's The Butt Plugs. Great name for a band. Uh, their song here is called Black Pussy. Now, what I like about this is uh, they didn't use the N-word, but yet uh, they're still going to be very, very racist here, I think. one hand, yes, the references to fried chicken and the insinuation that all black pussy stinks and stuff like that. Yeah, that that's kind of racist. But think of the, the bigger picture here. They're trying to get black pussy. That's a nice thing, right? Uh, what I enjoy about this song is there's a, an actual structure, right? There's a there's a chorus portion to this song, which you don't find in a lot of those dumb Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominees we we feature. You get black here it comes. Pussy, dude. was the chorus that that's what i was talking about there one other song from this playlist i will feature today is called cupid gay version been hoping for penis all my life been sucking on dick to pass the time see now this doesn't make sense if you're why do you need to hope for penis when you're when you're already sucking so much dick you already got the thing you're hoping for, you know? When he is coming, yeah, he cries. I'm feeling horny. Man, I wish I'd find a BBC to fuck me. This song is a little too gay for me. Let's just end this segment on a super straight note. Ooh, I need a big fat titty hit by ho with a wet pussy ho. Give her sticky booty though. Yeah, I kiss her need her jam. Yeah, this song's called Big Titty Hentai Hose. Yeah. This is more my speed. 
All right. I think that's enough music for today. Again, if you want to check out the most offensive songs I could find, a Spotify playlist, check out today's show notes. I'll try to remember to provide a link. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Today news right now if you enjoy distorted view daily become a member of the sideshow go to superfreaksideshow.com right now sign up memberships very inexpensive only six dollars and 99 cents a month even less when you opt for a quarterly semi-annual yearly or lifetime membership Every week, I do brand new Sideshow-exclusive episodes of DV. This past week, we did one on Tuesday and another on Thursday. Yesterday, if you want to catch both of those programs, sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. If you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen to the show, I've got great news for you. You can sign up for Sideshow Access right inside those apps. Just a few taps on your mobile phone. It takes just a second, and then, boom, you'll see all of these Sideshow-exclusive episodes right alongside the free shows in your feed in those apps. So it's very easy. Great way to get Sideshow content. For more information, check out distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. One final way to help support the show. This is a big one. Uh, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And yes, we've got some patrons checking in today. We'll get to those calls in just a moment. But first, the news. Yeah! I'm so <laughs> about the news. I am feeling pretty good I'm about so the news segment today. I really hit four, four time. Now I'm now I'm angry about it when I sing the song because there's callers saying, no, 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 Tim, it's not four time. It's more time, which honestly does make more sense. But I'm sticking with four. I hear four. Four time is what I could use. You're all wrong. All right. uh, First story I have for you today. Facebook has a new feature you may have heard about. You know, all these major tech companies need to have AI products. Otherwise, they they seem like they're not with it. You know, AI is the hot thing in 2023. So Facebook is kind of testing the waters with AI. They recently introduced AI-created stickers for Instagram and Facebook Messenger. The idea is, you know, stickers are just really like little images that you can stick on to messages you send. So the way this is supposed to work on Facebook is uh, you're presented with a prompt and then you, you, you basically tell AI what kind of sticker you want made and it'll create a little image. There's been some issues since its release, though. According to Ars Technica, less than a week after Meta unveiled AI generated stickers in its Facebook Messenger app, users are already abusing it to create awkward images of copyright protected characters and sharing the results on social media. In particular, an artist named Pierre-Olivier Desbins posted a series of virtual stickers that went viral on X on Tuesday, starting a thread of similarly offbeat AI image generations shared by others. 
Desbians wrote, uh, I found out that Facebook Messenger has AI-generated stickers now, and I don't think anyone involved has thought anything through. We really do live in the stupidest future imaginable. Available to some users on a limited basis, the new AI stickers feature allows people to create AI-generated simulated sticker images from text-based descriptions. The stickers are then shared in chats, similar to emojis. Now, it does have filters to catch what might potentially be offensive generations for some people, but plenty of novel combinations are slipping through the cracks. Some of the AI-generated stickers that have slipped through the cracks include Mickey Mouse holding a machine gun and a bloody knife, a sticker of the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center engulfed in flames, the Pope with a machine gun, Sesame Street's Elmo brandishing a knife, Donald Trump as a crying baby, Simpson characters in skimpy underwear, Luigi with a gun, a lot of characters with guns, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau flashing his butt, and many, many more. By the way, I don't know if Facebook is upset about this, but this is how you create buzz. I guarantee you everyone wants to mess around with the, the Facebook sticker AI program now. This obviously isn't the first time AI-generated imagery has inspired threads full of giddy experimenters trying to break through content filters. It is notable, though, that uh, Meta publicly released a model that can create them without more strict safeguards in place. Take a look at the chapter artwork or featured image over there at distortedview.com if you want to see some of these uh, Facebook stickers, like uh, Sonic with big tits, a pregnant Shrek, and I think that's Pikachu breastfeeding. The AI prompt was giving birth Pikachu. Oh, breaking news. I've got some more AI-generated content news, this time courtesy of Bing. There was a lot of news a month or two ago about uh, Bing incorporating ChatGPT into their search. A lot of you might also know that uh, you can ask Bing to uh, make you a picture, and it uses AI. According to The Verge, apparently there's a loophole in the tool's guardrails, resulting in art featuring several beloved animated characters and the Twin Towers. A lot of pictures of, like, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants or Kirby flying planes into the World Trade Center. Maybe that should be the chapter artwork now. Oh my god, I don't know what to use anymore. It's all so good. People have been able to create truly unhinged photos using AI image generators. When the Verge writers tried their hands exploiting the loophole, they were able to create a Mario flying a plane with a view of the Twin Towers outside of the cockpit. Not bad. You know, recently on the show, a couple of days ago, I read a news story about uh, a woman who was mowing the lawn near an airport. Or maybe it was like her job to, to mow the fields next to the runway or whatever. And apparently a plane uh, decapitated her, or at least the wing of the plane clipped her head and she ended up dying. It's a hilarious news story. Anyway, I tried to use AI to uh, generate a featured image that I could use when I posted the show, and most of them wouldn't let me. That really irks me. I get wanting to block, you know, pussies being generated or pornographic images or whatever, but a lot of these uh, AI image generators, you can't even include words like slap or kick or punch. No, no violence is allowed. And it's like, it's a, it's just a picture. You're generating a fucking cartoon image. These restrictions are dialed up way too high. We need to loosen the reins a little bit for my sake. I would like to, I would like to generate some truly weird stuff. 
speaking of truly weird stuff, uh, second story I have for you today. Customs agents seized an unusual item from an airline passenger arriving in Minneapolis last week from a vacation in Kenya. It was a box containing giraffe shit. Ta-da! And if you're wondering, giraffe shit comes in ball form. Giraffe poop is spherical. I guess if you want to see this, uh, take a look at the chapter artwork. I would say they are meatball sized. And for some reason, there's also a shell of some sort in that box. I hope the giraffe didn't poop that out. I mean, painful. The U.S. Customs uh, and Border Protection highlighted the intercepted excrement Thursday to draw awareness to the dangers of agricultural contamination and spread of disease among humans. I hope the woman at least stowed it away on the plane. It wasn't a carry-on, was it? It appears the woman wasn't trying to smuggle the shit in. I guess it was like a souvenir. An unidentified Iowa woman declared the droppings when passing through customs on a return trip from an African safari. It caught the agents by surprise. Quote, we were really a little shocked. We don't normally get fecal matter in. That's not something that we see on a daily basis. That's according to Lauren Lewis, Chief of Agriculture for U.S. Customs and Border Protection at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Normally, we're inspecting a lot of fruits and vegetables and meats and plants people are bringing back. So fecal material that people were intending to bring with them was an unusual declaration for us. Lewis said the woman told an officer that she planned to use the giraffe droppings in a necklace. Grandma really does give the worst fucking Christmas presents, doesn't she? I bet you she wouldn't even tell the recipient it was giraffe poop. I got this specially for you when I went to Africa on my safari. The necklace is made out of materials that are all native to the land. Isn't that wonderful? Apparently, when she's at home, she makes jewelry out of moose droppings. So when she saw giraffe shit while on safari, oh, well, she thought that would be a unique addition to her craft work. More like crap work, right? The excrement was taken and destroyed by agricultural... How do you destroy poop? What do you set it on fire? Officials say carrying fecal matter onto a plane and into the country poses risk to human health and livestock well-being. Lewis noted that Kenya has battled various forms of swine fever and foot and mouth disease. Now, such items could have been brought in legitimately had the person obtained a permit and underwent import inspection. Because the woman declared she was in possession of the box of droppings and readily abandoned it, she won't face sanctions. Had she tried to sneak it past agents, she would have faced a penalty of $300 uh, to 1000 Lewis said the woman expressed remorse. Quote, she did not intend to potentially affect U.S. agriculture in any way. This was just something she did as a hobby, Lewis said. Well, you almost brought foot and mouth disease to the United States. You put everyone at risk just so you could wear your fancy giraffe shit jewelry. Mm, it's a one of a kind. Oh, look at me. Don't I look so sophisticated with these poop nuggets around my neck? All right. Uh, final story we have for you to jump. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. All right, authorities.
Police are searching for a man seen on home surveillance video doing something lewd while in the nude. This apparently all took place on a family's back patio, which is totally the perfect place to lounge around, get some sun, goon the fuck out. I love cum. Oh. I love juice. There's a gooner baiter in action. I love juice. Loves his juice, loves his cum. I love pig juice. Plenty of spit. Spit, pig juice. Plenty of cum. Cum, yeah, right. Plenty of juice. Okay. Plenty of juice. This is a hallmark of Gooner Baiters. They just repeat the mm. same thing over and over mm. as they masturbate. Oh. Well, this is not exactly standard for a Gooner Baiter. He's like hitting himself. Yeah, and I slap myself with a big doodle, yeah. Oh. Slap my cum hole. Yeah, getting ready for a big load of fucking juice. Okay, and he's back to talking about the juice. I think that's enough from the Gooner. But, that, you know, that's a good overview of what Gooners do. Now, imagine there's a man on your back patio that you don't know, masturbating furiously, nonstop, for hours on end. You would be a little concerned. The Louder Hill homeowner said he was shocked by what he saw on his ring camera video. Officers with the Louder Hill Police Department are searching for the man seen outside of a home in the La Mirage neighborhood. Sounds ritzy. Homeowner Maurice Richmond. Maurice? That sounds like a, a rich person name. Ooh la la, Maurice. Homeowner Maurice Richmond said that's when he got an alert on his phone. And I was like, what's this? And I called my sister and said, there's a naked man in my backyard. The man seen in the video is completely nude except for a shirt and a mask. Well, that that's two pieces of clothing right there. So he's not completely naked. And yes, I consider a mask to be clothing. An ensemble isn't complete without a mask, I say. Anyway, the mask, of course, uh, of course, was used to cover his face. Not only was the man naked, but he was also pleasuring himself as he looked through the glass door into the home. The brazen and perverted intruder snuck into the screen back porch as Richmond and his family were inside their home. Oh, I didn't I didn't think he was there when he said he got his ring alert on his phone. I thought they were out at the movies or something. No, you know, the dude was masturbating to Maurice and his family. Again, it's very disturbing, but also kind of flattering. You like what you see? Oh, stop. I live here with my daughter and my sister and also have my girlfriend living here as well. Well, that's a lot of people to masturbate to. No wonder the intruder was jerking off furiously. I mean, he found something he liked. It was a a smorgasbord. Looking at the video, I was so shocked. And I was like, she said, we got to call the police. And I guess when she said we got to call the police, I guess that's when he ran. Richmond said he called the police who searched for the pervert, (laughs) but he said officers could not find the nude prowler. Quote, who knows if a female's walking alone, this guy can pretty much grab him, said Richmond. The family man has put his neighbors on alert and also had a warning for the deviant trespasser. He said, I'm armed. So if it ever happens again, I'll be on high alert. And we live in Florida. I'm legally allowed to murder people. That's what's so great about being Florida man. You think you're Florida man? No, you haven't seen Florida man. I'm Florida man. All right. uh, That's very threatening. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. 
Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. All right. Uh, yes, we do have some patrons checking in today. Who is first on the line? Stacy. Stacy. one of the... Um, callers talk about uh, Inscribe We Trust, and I wondered... If- oh, yeah, someone called in. I, I really like that. They they said Inscribe We Trust, a reference to the Scrod Media Group. Uh, Inscribe We Trust, and I wondered if I could be the first person to say you're the Scrodfather. Oh, I like that. Scrod be with you, Stacey. Who knew Scrod was so versatile, you know? Hey, Tim. It's Red. I uh, I just wanted to call in and compliment you. Um, ever since you got those, like, teeth straightener things, uh, that lisp you have, it makes you sound just as much of a faggot as I think all the freaks knew that you could. <laughs> so I'm just proud of all you, right, man. First all of all, right, I don't, I only lisped for a couple days. My speaking voice is back to normal. It's been normal for a while. I'm not going to let you tell me that I have a lisp. Uh, my voice, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm turning, when I get flustered, I turn into Pastor Manning. I've acclimated to these liners, and now I can drink my semen lattes. All right. Uh, thank you very much for the call. Tim. Yeah. Uh, this is Ziggo. I, I feel like I have to, to preach about correct Q-tip usage. Oh, or- I know. You can just save it. You're going to tell me not. I shouldn't use Q-tips in my ears. Well, you know what? I'm not listening because I can't hear you. I I blew out my eardrums. Or cotton swab usage uh, in and around the ears. Uh, I'm one of these weird people obsessed with earwax removal videos, but I watched the ones done by, like, an actual professional you learn some things along the way mm-hmm. please don't please don't put q-tips inside your ears they there's like no mechanism that allows them to actually like hold on to any wax if you actually have stuff in your ear well here, the only this, thing it'll let, do- let me just tell you how i do it i take very very hot showers and so um my head gets hot and so um the earwax melts in my in my head and so when i do use q-tips right after a steaming hot shower it's all like it's not solid it's like gooey gooey push things deeper it just attaches right to the ear uh the the q-tip the ear canal and like oh my god the third of the ear canal closest to your eardrum actually does not produce any wax and therefore also does not have the mechanisms to push out the wax okay um if you do uh, mess around with the Q-tip in your... What, 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 are you, what are you talking about? If I do mess... I do mess around. And you know what? I've been messing around with Q-tip for 40-some-odd years, and I'm fine. Ear, and you got, like, that golden, wet kind of earwax attached to it that might look like you've done a very good job, but that is actually the healthy earwax coating uh, your ear canal that is, is supposed to be there. To Wait, what? Now earwax is supposed to be in there like that? Protect you from... Uh, oh, for the fuck's um, sake. You know, from trash. I know, I do not like this call at all. Everything you're saying, you're angering me. Gets into your ears. <laughs> the stuff, the, like the big chunks that you're trying to get out, now you'll just push them deeper in. Chunks? Um, you can use Q-tips to just like clean around the entrance of your canal just for like visual, like aesthetic reasons. Hmm. 
you can get an ear tool. If you uh, want to go crazy, you can get like an, uh, an earwax removal tool. Just please do that. Please. Keep is this going to be like the new bidet thing? Everyone's going to be telling me to, to order <laughs> order an earwax removal tool or vacuum or something. Tim, this is the stoned autistic Mexican. Uh, I'm off my meds right now, so I'm not in the fucking mood. Uh oh. But I just realized that uh, out of the 400 episodes or whatever I listened to, you know, you play like the Patreon voicemails, and then you always say, "Oh yeah, we'll move on to the other one." You never fucking do. Well, you know what? Uh, you did not. You are not a patron, and I uh, I'm playing your call now. Like it's always Patreon support. Like yeah, I'm broke as fuck. So, I can't afford it yet. I will. But you know what? That's fucked up. You just say, oh, I'm going to pay play the Patreon emails in if there's time. Listen, listen, listen. Listen to me. <laughs> Some days, I, I get a lot of Patreon calls. And so, I got to play them first because I can't have them backed up. Because that defeats the whole purpose of the Patreon line. If I'm like a week or two behind on Patreon, uh, patron calls. Now... I understand I am woefully behind on regular voicemails, but we're making good progress. We're already into July. Just a few days ago, we were stuck in uh, May. So I'm zipping right along here. I'm catching up. Just, uh, you know, just believe in the process. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. It's an O, God. I did not do anything. I was digging trash up off the side of the road. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts guys thank you so much for a great week of programs yes i will be back on monday even though it's a holiday because i care so much about you and i'm so dedicated to the show why are you not applauding again you really should be uh, no i will be back on monday to start a new week of shows until then have a great weekend bye everybody This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.